We don't have an intro. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah! Fun times, no Nazis, the men that wear hats. That's us. <laughs> I like how, Three I like white how Sean dudes and no Nazis. That's our show. Sean, <laughs> do, you to, do you want me to wear the beanie? Do I need Sean was, he was wearing a beanie at the beginning. We were all saw cool. the other two wearing a beanie. Yeah. Now here we are. I'm just not a beanie kind of guy. Like I look pretty stupid. Look at this. Like, look at this. I, li- I literally look like I'm gonna rap about donuts. Like, you look like you're really into rap metal, dude. Yeah. I, I am a guy who saves coupons for Krispy Kreme and then gets in a fight with management when like they, I've held on to them for too long waiting for my moment. You, you look you- like the guy that never got over Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I look like the guy that got kicked out of Limp Bizkit before they got big. You you look like a Christian rapper. That's what you look like. <laughs> I do. Praise him. Rapping yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. I'm spitting bars like for it, Jesus. Look like you, you, you've dabbled in the ICP lifestyle, but never went fully there. Uh, never got I, the ink, you know. I was allergic to the to the makeup. My mom, my mom quit taking me. She's hmm. tired of the shots. <laughs> Okay. So we're recording now? I yeah, guess. we yeah. are. We're, we, we have a show. Oh, I just choked on my own saliva. We have a show right now. That's what Dude, we're doing. So like, the way you're supposed to like wear these things, like my head's way too big for this. Cause like, yeah, I'm thinking like, your head's too big. Like, yeah, it's like literally, it looks like the most Honestly, aerodynamic dick ever. How I, how I wear <laughs> like those. Your like, head looks like, like a nipple. Barrier. <laughs> yeah. I'm penetrating I, time. I never use the uh, the, the fold overs as an actual fold over. Yeah. I always lay it over because it's like I'm, fuck I'm, it. I'm not a, like I'll I'll I, I literally have to keep like rolling it up to maybe at least make it like this. You need the, more gold rings. Yeah. Is what you need. I literally I look like I'm about to lose my job as a crab fisherman. You need forearm <laughs> tattoos as well. Yeah. Actually, I, well, I have one. You just can't no, see look, it from this angle. In the yeah, this. Uh, you side. need to get a tattoo on your yeah. forearm that's an anchor that says never sink, even though that's all anchors yeah. do. <laughs> Shitty hand tattoos. I think yeah, those are exactly. my favorite tattoos is like the ones that say ne- like never sink or whatever. And it's it's, a, yeah. it's an anchor. It's like you do realize that's the whole job of the anchor is to sink, right? Dude. So the other day I was watching uh, the news and one of the right wing pundits was like, uh, uh, you need to be an anchor instead of like holding people back. I'm like that's literally the job of an anchor. Yeah, in the it's in the name. Yeah, of the job. Like your job is to hold back, to keep still. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's, I guess it's a progressive term. It's like I really can't wait to anchor this healthcare. Oh my god! Hey, uh, also welcome to 2021, everybody. Biden is now the president. Yeah. So I thought I'd share. <laughs> We're it's recording this after the inauguration. It's the 21st today. I'm dating this episode, baby. <laughs> the, the day, the day after faith was restored a little bit i mean so my the story i was going to bring into today actually ties in with that i found an article on twitter uh it was about like donald trump had this button on his oval oval <laughs> yes! office desk oh my god yes i fucking love it a wooden box with a little red button and then like he was in there with reporters and he they, they were like hey sir what does that button do? We just have to ask. And he pressed it, and a butler came out with a Diet Coke on a silver platter. <laughs> and he just and it was his Diet Coke button. <laughs> I I I wish I loved something I so much where if I was in a position of power, I would have one specific button 
for them to bring me that. I don't know what that would be. That's like Kim Jong Il some like type shit, dude. Like having a diet coke, but iced coffee. <laughs> I know. I would have mine would be. Coffee. Yeah, mine would be iced coffee. Yeah, Tim, mine what would be your weed. <laughs> you drug addict, you. I blame you. you know You're the, the reason that I'm like this. You know that, right, Sean? I, I, yeah. So, uh, for those playing the home game, since we're all adults here, I am the one that introduced marijuana to young Tim. He had never done anything before, and he told me he was I like, "Dude, I've I never tried pot before. I didn't drink until I was 21." Well, oh that's because that you followed Todd Timothy. Good on you. Yeah, I, I was a, I was, I was SXC. I was straight edge, baby. Yeah, dude, I popped that cherry. Like <laughs> my boy smoked and was limping. <laughs> it was so good though. Like, like I've never got to take someone's like, like, I don't know, narcotics virginity. Like, so it was like I've never done weed before, and I was like, we're gonna be in a legal state. Do you wanna? And, yes. You know, you were kind of nervous about it. Like I was like, "It's okay. You're so pretty, and I have a camera." <laughs> and finally, you were just what like, "I didn't want to pressure you into it." Like I know it sounds like me and Tim had sex, but no, this was actually all. It about sounds you. exactly like like it's either pot or sex. Could be like I'm, I, it makes me sound like I'm some sort of predator. It's like okay, Chris guys. Zay was there too. <laughs> yeah. So I watched the entire time. So was Savior. <laughs> It, it was yeah. it was it was a threesome baby what? everyone everyone was lining up in what form in what form did you take um we bought everything just in case yep. he, he had a preference edibles a pre-roll a vape yeah damn you got yeah we had a cartridge we had everything dude you got slapped up your first time as, as you as i tried you it got yeah. cracked. i figured i'd give it a go i mean it, it, it was in a legal state so why not and I actually found out that it helps my anxiety a lot. So it turned out to be a good thing. So thank you, Sean. It also makes them eat a bagel so slowly that that you're late. Dude, I was so I was still really stoned the did next you, morning. Did you feel like that scene in that movie uh with the with the, the beer Olympics movie there? Where you, oh, where the, or, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where the guy gets so drunk. Where he thinks he's like he's like he's like in a suit and he's like doing all sorts of like dance moves at the bar, <laughs> but he's like really like stumbling around drunk as shit. The, this was this was at Sager's house. Scene, so what's that? What I said? What a scene, by the way. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine Tim being like, "I'm just gonna go to the bathroom." In his head, he's like, yeah. "Hey guys," he says a funny joke. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. But then, I'm like, the most charming guy in this house. <laughs> all right. He's like. Right, yeah, um, like, um, outside the head of it, take a shit. <laughs> toilet, don't tell anybody. No, it's it's literally one of those things where it was just kind of, uh, it, it was a house filled with uh, like eight, ten people, maybe. Uh, it, it, so it, it was, was six. I think there were six because there was. I was um, more like mark on who all was there, just yeah, in case someone yes. has a job. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, but were... yeah, it was about six or eight of us in there, and like, yeah, er like everybody was down to party, so it was really cool. Um, I mean, like, this makes me sound like I'm some sort of like drug kingpin. I don't live in a legal state, so I don't buy, I don't partake. I'm a good boy. I'm Until clean you and go sober. to legal states, hey, hey, exactly. So, like, you know, this was my opportunity for someone who never gets to do it to also finally, it's like, oh, an old college freedom. like habit or ritual. And yeah, it was the freedom to do it. So why not do it? And then why not introduce someone else to it? That way they can enjoy as well. It, was it wasn't like time. I was pressuring him. 
You're lucky like, he's I, not on heroin now, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean was like, Sean was like, take take this take this uh, uh take this edible and then uh, snort this cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> like Sean, like, you know what's really you know what's really fun to smoke? Opium. <laughs> Shrooms are a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got any Percocets? Apparently, you can buy shrooms in Canada legally. Dude, Have you can do all sorts of shit like that in Oregon now, too. Well, you, you can uh, not get busted in Oregon for any, any, uh, um, yeah, any narcotics now, It's very progressive, very progressive. Hey, state. it worked for Portugal, though. Portugal, like, decriminalized all drugs, and usage went way down. Why? Because they were actually helping people get off of drugs instead of just sending them to prison. To be fair, as somebody that lived in Portland, I can tell you, dude, that they just do not have the law enforcement to deal with the amount of (laughs) drug addicts that live in Portland. Well, like, I mean, because it, all the police are handling the the rioters and the the um, protesters, because that's dude, what Portland's you do in Portland. a very interesting city. <laughs> like, dude, like it would. I live, maybe maybe I live, Portland were so bad that the theory is they'll eventually just do all the drugs, and there will literally be none left for anyone. Dude, they already like like the like homeless like drug addicts already like block off parts of the city and like turn it into camps and stay there for weeks. Like it burnt, like it burnt down a big part of one of the biggest bridges in Portland, and I watched it happen because a homeless camp caught on fire underneath the bridge and set the whole bridge ablaze. Oh, it was wow. nuts! And I saw it all happen from a work truck. It was crazy, dude. And then, like, if you went to a Seven Eleven after eight o'clock at night in Portland, somebody was definitely asking you for money. Like, I, was, I've heard that part yeah. can be kind of rough, but it's you guys heard it here first. Rough. Starmer hates the homeless. <laughs> he was he was laughing the whole Listen, time man, that camp was burning. Was he roasted weenies on that bridge. <laughs> Listen, I was working ten hour days, five days a week. You know, working my ass off at a job I hated. Drew's like, and all the homeless." And, you know, I, I'm like, Dude, you know what? I got my own fucking problems. Okay, like I would work late night doing mechanical shit, and like homeless people would come up to me in Portland. One dude obviously pissed himself. He was he, he was a bald dude with the fryer cut, you know, and then a fucking mustache. He, he came out of a strip club that my that where I was working was right next to, like one of the facilities I was working at was. He that. was working at the strip yep. club. <laughs> I was working there. I was just <laughs> off shift. He comes up to me and asks if I can if he if if he can use my phone to call nine one one. And I was like, no. I was like, but what's your problem? Like, what's going on? He's like, I just don't feel real good. And I'm like, dude, I'm like half covered in sewer shit because I work, I worked for like a car wash company, and I'm like, well, dude, I can't help you, like, but you're definitely not using my phone call phone to call nine one one because you want to play lay because you're too drunk, and dude, so he just laid down and started screaming in the street until somebody called nine one one. I was just like, Jesus. oh my god, dude, at least I'll, he didn't I'll say that you heard him shooting at the a shoot. I witnessed a shooting in Portland. I still love Portland, by the way. It's the most danger I've been in all my life, but I still love Portland. I love Portland because of the danger. It made me feel alive. (laughs) I was in the military for eight years. I never thought my life was in danger. I lived in Portland for three, and I thought my life was in danger every day. It was great. (laughs) great. I will say, uh, our trip to Seattle, where 
Tim got to partake for the first time. It was also a uh, book like book ended by us walking to um what's 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 Pike Pike Street right or Pike Market? But yeah, they the, do the fish uh, Pike Place Pike Place Market. So like what they don't tell you in Seattle is like walking through these blocks is like you have like like a Target or or a Ross's like a really nice sushi restaurant another really nice sushi restaurant a methadone clinic a really nice sushi restaurant <laughs> and so like literally for this one block. There are just people out on the sidewalk, like out of their mind, like destroyed, whether it be like on the methadone or or whatever it is. But like it, it's it's uh, it was such a weird juxtaposition of like these super fancy restaurants on either side at the time. And then like you just had these people hitting people up for money and, and stuff like, yeah, like it was such a sad story, but it was a terribly sad story with a mildly funny ending because the last night we were there, we were walking back. And so we had to walk back from it again. And there was this lady just blitzed, man. She was done and she saw me. And this is at a time when I was, I'm probably, I was probably about a hundred pounds heavier than I am right now. So I was a large dude. And she goes, <laughs> this is word for word, by the way, I, I am taking no paraphrasing or, or artistic <laughs> freedom on my own. This is, this is her poem to me. She's like, look at this fat ass motherfucker fuck every time. <laughs> and like, dude, it's like, it's like, Damn. like she's just, so she's jacked out of her mind, but like, do you laugh? Like, do you, uh, I was just like, yeah, like, I'm you, laugh. <laughs> you so laugh like, or you feel frightened. Yeah. You laugh or you feel frightened either way. Yeah. Dude, that was, it was, it was the perfect example of like, weed's okay. Never ever do hard drugs. Yeah, not not ever gonna go down that route. I just yeah. I don't. I guess I guess there's a part of me that maybe I'm too privileged where I, where I just don't understand how anybody can be in such a mindset to want to take something where they know the outcome is gonna be that. Right. You know, like I, just, you, I don't understand. You're, you're literally holding crack, and you're like, "This is yeah. crack. This will ruin my life." <laughs> Like, and am like, I too like am I too am I too white and privileged to understand it? Like that's Probably. all. Like honestly, you know, because I just like I I guess I'd never be at a part of my life where I'm just like that is. Well, it doesn't really something like that doesn't really interest <laughs> me. But it just, I, I've never thought like, hey, I wonder what meth is like. Like that, that thought is never. I mean, of course, it's kind it's, mm. it's crossed my uh, mind in the sense of like, I kind of what meth's like. But I've never gone to the point of like, I kind of want to see what meth's like. Now yeah, here's a well, question. It's it's I've never it's wanted to try it. I think it's interesting from a an outside perspective just because it's it's interesting sure. to hear like cuz like seeing what people like experience and see on a harder on hard drugs is interesting. It's not something I want to partake well, in, but it's it's interesting to see it, like especially like artwork that people do when they're on like acid and stuff like that is just amazingly right. unique and interesting. Dish rooms. Yeah. Well, here's a I question. would never take it. <laughs> if there was I've a pill. Oh, me too. Well, times. a lot of people have, and and that's why it's it, like you can just buy it online in Canada because people use it medicinally as well. Like it has medicinal Bro, properties too. So. I have a question. That's this burning. It's burning. If they made a pill that gave you the effects of heroin, but no side effects, wasn't addictive. Would you try it? Yeah, to see what it felt. Like. No side effects, no addiction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think once. Yeah, I mean that's well, I mean, all you need, no right? No side effects, no addiction. Like, it, it it wouldn't matter whether you just want to try it once. Like it would but still. Is it, is it still? Is it 
that would still be dangerous to me, no, right? Like something like that. If, if, if it's not addictive, mm. yeah, because I, don't know. I, just, I mean, I'm no, not, I'm no not here being like, yo, heroin sounds amazing. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is, like, it, it more or less, I remember one time in, in it was some sort of like congressional hearing about like marijuana and all these things. And of course, like, you have like this old ass dude who. You know, he probably smelled a beer once and got a boner and, and then never looked outside oh, ever hell. again. <laughs> Real and, yeah, you know. And and so he was like asking the scientist, he was like, Well, I guess we should just go ahead and legalize cocaine and, and heroin and meth if it's the same uh same strength yeah, as a beer. I and guess the, we the should let black people vote too. Well, <laughs> and, and and the scientist was like, Well, if it's the strength of a beer, then yes, beer is legal. Yeah, like if you're you're literally saying, should we legalize these things if you can sell them in the same strength as having someone having right. one beer, which would be my answer? It'd it be micrograms at that point because it's five percent alcohol on an average beer, up to like twelve in your your higher higher proofs. So yeah, anything right. over just tastes gross. Like, oh well, just it, it just it's too it's too sweet of a beer. But that said, like yeah, like like you said, it's it's absolutely a if. If they were to have a harder drug, then it would be in like the tiniest amount because right. percentage wise, it takes a fair bit of beer to make you feel it. You have to drink a, quite a bit. So, <clears throat> yeah. Well, no, like the, the main key thing is just like his stupidity of like equating it with a beer. Like then, of course, like it's not going to be any harmful than the beer. Right. You know, it's like sitting down and it's like, I don't know. This whole you know, this I'm, whole podcast so far is like us like advocating for narcotics. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing: is I'm very, I would say I'm like anti-alcoholic. You shouldn't drink, but it's like I just I find people that that drink every day, like after work or whatever, to be more problematic than people like me that like to partake in mm-hmm. you know cannabis, you know, once in a while. Where right. it's like it, it, it's like you know you. Somebody that drinks alcohol is, is doing more harm to their body, and you know, like like their decision making part of their brain is gone, is gone. That doesn't happen to you when you're stoned. That's why you don't hear a, a, a buttload of stories of about people being high and running over or getting into accidents. It's all fucking. Right. But people that are drinking, still but never is, drive still when you're under the influence of any kind yeah. of a substance. No, period. No. Yeah. Never drive if under the influence. Not, Take it over. In your, if you're not in your driver's seat, don't get in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Boom. You sound like a, like a winners, winners don't do drugs ad. This is your brain. This is your brain. Isn't that the beginning of Street Fighter 2? Dude, that, I swear to God, though, that commercial, though, where she, like, starts slamming things and whatnot, like, actually makes me, it, it made me go, like, I wonder what that's like then. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude, if it makes my brain look all fried and stuff, that would be pretty sweet. Just, yeah. Do they still make commercials like that? I don't uh, ever, like, everything I buy, <laughs> ha, like, I make sure to get the no ads version. So right. I never, I, I don't know. I, I have not discovered a new product in five years. It's, it's mostly a focus on preventing kids from smoking, like not marijuana and, or anything. It's, it's literally just focused on cigarette smoking almost exclusively okay. now, mainly because yeah, it's, <laughs> that, that is literally killing. Like that is like cancer sticks. That is, <laughs> I don't understand why anybody starts smoking. <laughs> I still can't get over that 
Donald Trump had a Diet Coke button. <laughs> yes, That's amazing. So, yeah. My thing it's is, like, did it just light up a like? Was the okay? Like, my look, real question is: is was that that guy's only job? Like literally, he put on his butler uniform that day, stood in front of a silver platter beside a refrigerator, and just waited for a light to turn red <laughs> that said it's time for a diet coke. Oh, they, think, they have an you, entire uh, army of of. Uh, uh, cooks and and service yeah, staff and was, stuff like that. Was it that guy's job? Was he the Diet Coke man? Was that his role? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying like like let's call him let's call him James. James is is Donald Trump's Diet Coke guy, and so light turns red. James is like, my time is now. His bat signal has been lit. <laughs> he puts the Diet Coke on the silver platter, walks it out. Trump takes it. James walks back with his silver platter. Does James just sit down and wait? Like, is, <laughs> you know, is, a, is, we need to find his light, this guy and interview him. Is light faded? Is his job just done until the light burns bright again? Does it wake him well, up at night? Does he lay yeah, there and it, the light shines in his face? Trump wants his morning the, Diet Coke. And if that's the case, I, I don't think that any of that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like, it, it I, just goes down I, to the I, kitchen. I will say, somebody comes up with a Diet Coke. No, I see. That's, I don't like that answer. I will not that, accept that answer. That's a need, bad answer, I Drew. Need, I need it for this. Truth. I need in this world for someone's sole job is to carry Diet Coke. They don't wash down tables. They don't sweep. They just carry Diet Coke. And the thing is, they go home. They buy their own platter that weighs the same because they weighed it because they're serious about it. And all they do is practice carrying Diet Coke because that's their job for four you know years. What? Somebody would do that. Some 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 MAGA per some MAGA person would do that. They would they would be okay with that. Oh, they'd lick his boots would... too. So yeah. <laughs> it's not much. Dude, they here's wouldn't the thing: do. is like we can't be pretending like if he doesn't hit that button twice, somebody doesn't come out with Adderall for him or some shit. Like 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 he has like it's like a like Morse code. <laughs> He just yeah, hits it multiple yeah. times. Like the reporters leave and he like unroll he unrolls the button menu. Like, yeah, four is like a McDonald's fry. <laughs> it was definitely a designer drug. Like yeah. that's for sure. Do you do you Two think do you think that he? Both Adderall. Do you think? Do you think Trump had a deal with McDonald's where they just set up a McDonald's in the White House? And they just—you never know. Like they say, he literally ate McDonald's for lunch. Dude, every you do day. know that there was like one, like when the government was on strike or lockdown or whatever. We, uh, he ordered McDonald's for a whole entire meeting. Like, there's a picture with him, like with like hovering over a bunch of like. Oh, the, no, that, he, was for, that, that, yeah. that was for yeah for when like Clemson won the national championship or whatever, or Alabama. National, yeah, yeah. yeah usually, usually they, I think usually they get them like some sort of fancier meal. Oh, it's a super fancy meal. I've been like a dinner or something. Yeah, they got them all McDonald's. It was McDonald's yeah. and I th was it Burger King or Wendy's? They got like another fast food in there too, and it was like. Oh, did they mix it up? Yeah, they had a couple. It was like a smorgasbord of fast food. <laughs> so bad just sitting there cold oh and and oh, those, those poor by the time they got in there their 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 reward for winning a national championship was you get, to eat, you get to eat fucking mcdonald's with donald trump <laughs> in the white house probably rudy do, giuliani do, do you think he was like i like it because my name's in it so i eat it every day so, well, Mike, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past his ego, but I'm wondering, is the button for the Diet Coke mobile? Like, is it Bluetooth? 
No, it looks like it has a cord attached to oh, it. Oh, it's, it's, it's in a real nice designed wooden box with what looks like yeah. a presidential seal on it. I'm wondering too, though. Like, yeah, that used to be the nuclear button, but yeah. they took it yeah. away because they didn't want him to blow somebody up, so they just changed <laughs> it to Diet Coke. And he's that like pacified him because he's a freaking idiot. So he's like, ooh, shiny, ooh, Diet Coke, ooh, like, McDonald's. Like, don't get me wrong. Once again, I don't like the guy, but the idea of a of, of like a drink button on my desk to let someone know to bring me some bring me something to drink is like it's brilliant. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah. In my mindset, but I wish it was a robot, not a human. That poor human. Now you're just life. trying to take a job away from James. Yeah, way to way to way, to way to ruin James's <laughs> life. Jeez, first yeah, you hate homeless a, people, now you hate you hate hardworking you Americans. Know, you know, you bought a platter the same weight to practice this. <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to bust y'all with some knowledge. Okay? Uh oh, hit us <laughs> Progression is all about be you know becoming you, you know better than those menial jobs. James should learn a skill that's more viable. Should he, should he just, pull himself up uh, by his bootstraps? Viable skill. It's called balance. You know how hard it is to carry a drink on a tray? Yeah, he could, dude, he could go be a fucking waiter at a real fancy fucking restaurant, man. Probably. Um, you know what? Well, I was going to say, it probably didn't pay as well, but they probably paid him in yeah, McDonald's gonna... hamburgers. So. <laughs> oh, dude. man. So, um,. Glad well, it's it, over. It, it, it is an important skill because the other day I was at Taco Bell and the kid, bless his heart, he tries, man. He he seems like a really sweet kid because he's always working there. But he tried to like put the tray out with two drinks on it. And seeing as I only have one hand, I had to like grab them one at a time. And dude, like I grabbed the one drink. He lets it go like tip oh, like that. And apparently he didn't. He didn't have the lid on that well or something like that. And it just like it crashed and like it splashed out like fucking Noah in the ark. <laughs> and like it lit I think I literally saw a wave of of like Diet Pepsi like land on the land on the tray. And then he like looks at me for like 30 seconds, like like I'm supposed to solve this riddle for him. <laughs> and I was just like, could I get another one? Like, really you're the one that dropped it. <laughs> Well, he's waiting for your response. Like that's what he's doing. He's just waiting yeah. to see how you're going to react to what happened. That's what. That's all that was. The poor yeah, I mean, I was going to yell at the kid like it was an accident. Listen. You idiot! Yeah. <laughs> in the future, all, in the future, all teenagers will still be working at fast food places, but they be, but they will be accompanied by trainer robots that will train Jane, them. Jane. And then, so when they leave, that they will have work skills. It's coming in the future. I'm telling uh, you. He just stared at me, and he was like, "Did you know Die Hard's a Christmas movie?" <laughs> <laughs> you have no fucking personality. Hey, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I, can I pivot to a topic about video games? Sure. Is that oh, an yeah. option? So no, we uh, can't talk about video games on this channel. No. So, so Slasher uh, made a post. Uh, apparently, there was a 250,000 Twitch Rivals Warzone tournament, and there are uh, there's already multiple cheating accusations from players. So even That's if good. no one is the Call of Duty community, um, so even if no one's cheating, the Call of Duty community currently has no faith in Activision to address the issue. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, Activision ca could care less. They 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 couldn't give a damn about cheating. On their platform ever oh, because dude, it's it's money is money in the bank for them 
because yeah, they, they, they know most people won't quit even though they're upset about cheaters and they know that cheaters will continue to just dump money in the game because they want to be good at it even though they're cheating yep so there they're getting like, their both ends uh, there's like this content creator i can't remember his name but he, he like he's pretty hefty in the in the cod community and he he called out activision saying that they had like their hands in the pockets of the of the cheat sites and they were getting money from them i don't yeah, know if i, I believe i don't believe that activision literally just hit 90 dollars on the stock market and like their their worth is more than it's ever been i don't see them needing the hundreds of thousands of dollars these guys probably make from oh yeah from I, I agree or whatever like it, it, it's not worth their well quote-unquote reputation even though people can't stand them it seems like a pretty stark accusation from such a large, I guess, large content creator. This is someone who it sounds like someone who just wants to be mad at them and make them sound worse because they're mad at them and they're not doing anything. So the cheating is bad. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I oh, yeah. like I feel like you can't even play Warzone anymore, like at least enjoyably without like I haven't tried to play Warzone cool. in uh, months, dude. I don't I don't <laughs> want to so, touch Warzone to be honest. I'm just so the like new, the new map. The new Warzone map is very small and it's shit. It's very bad. Yeah. It's like I got I tried it once like two weeks ago. I I dropped in. You die right away because it's so small and it's just like a hundred players. It's and it's quads. So they're right. fucking everywhere. And um you die right away. And I'm like, well, why the fuck do they make this so small? And then I started thinking about it and I was like I think it's like fatigue for people, like having right. to learn new things all the time, you know, and trying to make the transition between uh, the company that made Modern Warfare and the company that made uh, Cold War, have them like fuse easier together. So they chose a smaller map for people to retain it easier and they can just go fucking nuts. Right. But that's right. all it is. It's 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 not a good it's it's like not a good BR on that map. Like the the good BR is still in the regular Warzone map, but there's too many cheaters. Either way, there's too many fucking cheaters. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it, it, it. You see people going back to Fortnite a yep. lot of times too. Well, because because Epic actually cares about getting rid of cheaters, but they also stopped. I mean, they held a Fortnite tournament that had a Z, had no prize, like no cash prize. Uh, free shout out, dog. Yeah, that's what it was, is they did shout-outs yeah. or something on their site, and it wasn't even, like, individual shout-outs. It was, like, big swaths of people per image. So yeah. it was, like, completely ineffective and, like, just totally worthless, and everyone's like, okay, well, well time to kids, move on. You know, like, kids love that shit, man. Kids still love Fortnite. Yeah, they, but they, they had $2 million dollars in, like, the last one. Didn't, like, a kid win, like, $1.8 million or something yeah, for winning? Yeah. Ogo won three million, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like crazy. And now there's oh, like nothing in it. He makes all the all the haptics now and shit. Like he makes all the mm -hmm. he makes the, the the keyboards and the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's got like his own thing. Oh good for him. That's really cool. Yeah, it turns out you just need to be good at Fortnite and you can just set yourself <laughs> up for life. Oh, let me see. Oh, he's seven. He's only seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I think so. He's he's oh, a kid. He was like fifteen or sixteen when he won. Yeah. He was on, uh, so I watch um, the, uh, it's called the Big Fat Quiz, which is a British panel show, British comedy panel mm -hmm. show that they do, and they do one every year, and they do one for every decade. Um, and so this past uh, 2019s, I think it was, had uh, one of the kids, was a British kid who won like $1.8 million, and he was like 14 or something. And I, I, was, I was just like, holy crap, <laughs> like, it's just so, that is so much money. Yeah. 
and and then you look at now they're handing out shout outs and <laughs> and they, they exposure a, 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 they realized i think their mistakes and uh, i think the next year's prize pool is worth like 20 million oh, or really? something like that so yeah they're 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 dumping money back into it because like a lot of pros are just like well if the money's not in there i'm gonna play something else or just stream it and not practice yeah they'll go play valorant so, which i think is not a great game <laughs> i tried again i played it for like an hour or two not fun to watch for me it's just i'll i'll either play rogue company or um uh csgo those those right. two they do well, they do the job really really well <laughs> to be fair i choose valorant over csgo in the state of csgo right now to be fair i don't like how csgo is i mean i haven't played it in years but i have like a thousand hours in csgo yeah i have a lot of i have a, I have a couple hundred myself yeah <laughs> And like I think Valorant's overall like a, a like a better game, and there's like you know the the, the, the like the different uh, what's it called specials are cool. It's interesting, but I think it's boring. You know what I mean? I don't like. I'm not interested in a game where I have to sit and watch a corner. You know, right? It, it, that's not fun. Yeah. Or like like the understanding of acknowledgement uh, of acknowledging where you put your special every time, like the different tactics. I just don't have time for that. I want, right. to, want, I want to shoot a gun and kill things. That's why I've been playing right. Black Ops, uh, Cold Wars multiplayer yeah. so much. I just, I just, I, I kick it on um, Nuketown twenty four seven and just go ham for like hours. It's great. Can't you? You can't play on the on the on like the full quick play playlist anymore because it's so sweaty. Yeah, yep. I guess like yeah, we've we've skill based matchmaked our way into like every map or like actually needing to communicate to win. Now yeah. instead of actually playing and enjoying and winning, like we yep. actually have to work to win. Yeah, and and I know some people are going to be like, "Oh, you freaking whiners!" But it's like when you get right. to a certain point and you just want to and and this is something that I've talked about in the past and we've we've discussed it at length as well. Where it's like, um, uh, you have these like really high end players who complain about the skill based matchmaking sucking all the fun out of it. And for a while, I was kind of like, but skill-based matchmaking is needed for newbies. And I, I mean, I still feel this way, that skill-based matchmaking is really important for newbies to be able to get into a game without feeling like they're getting just slaughtered every time they play. Sure. But the skill-based matchmaking is that double-edged sword. Whoa, that just flickered. That was weird. But No, I, I changed I changed my, my camera, like, for some reason went all pixelated, so I... I, I thought it was, like, on purpose. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I thought like, you were being uh, moody. <laughs> But anyway, so so it, it just it I lost my train of thought. Um, but it it just it's I don't even know where I was. I've lost my train of thought. You derailed me. Like beginners shouldn't have skill based matchmaking. Yes, thank oh, you. Would have. Yeah. So uh, so the the skill based matchmaking. Um, it, it's that double edged sword where you get to a certain point and every match is like playing MLG, you know, pro league yeah. matches and. It just it, it gets to like a point where you're kind of like names are the same and they're not yep. funny anymore. They actually look like real clan names. Yep. And this, this is where <laughs> I think Overwatch has done it the best and will forever be have done it the best. Arcade mode. Is that they, is that they take you know like the first couple matches you play, and that's how they decide whether right. like, like that's where they decide your placement is in their SBMM. But it's such a wide pool of people. Yeah, that, mm -hmm. like, like in that mid-range SBMM, where it's like, it's like if you play quick play or arcade mode, you're still gonna play. It's way more casual feeling than if you play rank because they have the rank there for like 
the smaller pockets of SPMO. And Call of Duty is just like basically ranked mode all the fucking time. Yeah. Like that, that, that's what it is. Like it's it's ranked mode yeah. all the time. Well, because they don't have a separate mode for for ranked. So it's all wrapped into one. So I mean you yeah. can do hardcore and core. And I think the the playlists, every playlist has its own SBMM level, I'm pretty sure. So it's like if you go into Nuketown 24-7, you can steamroll until you hit a certain point and then every every match is sweaty again. Um, but the bright side of Nuketown 24-7 is the fact that it's so chaotic and the map is so small that even if you just sit in the back and just shoot every once in a while, you can still come out with a positive KD and still have a lot of fun with it. So uh, it's just so quickly paced, whereas when you get into the bigger maps, right. things slow down and then everybody's playing super tactical and it's like it's just really frustrating to to get into and it's like it's i still have fun with it at times but it has those moments where i just get like super salty because of like no kills no kills going negative you All know right. every time you get into a combat you just get totally I mean, played like, but yeah i, I got gotcha. you i mean i, I can't help that i have a small penis okay so you don't need to rub it in both <laughs> are different builds people already make. Him. and like the gear <laughs> like first of all like like the gear that you drop like people setting up like the, the sound beacons mixed with gas grenades and and like the anti-trophy systems yep. like dude, it's just it's craziness and then people have these incredible builds and i mean i get dude that's like it's they got their, I don't be up there yeah i don't want to be up there with them like dude some of these kids i've never seen miss a shot with like the pelinton or the tundra or or any other kind of sniper rifle they are just quick scoping their way plays of the game all the damn time yep let me and play with like, the other 1.2 kd motherfuckers yep like this I, is like the first this is like the first game in a long time where it's like i kind of feel my age in in the ranks of of young gamers where it's like i'm 36 and i understand that i am now seeing like a 13 year old person probably on that other end just absolutely be able to see me seconds before i see them because my <laughs> eyes can't focus you know? And, and like they kill me like this is the first game where it's like i actually my kd's higher in this game than modern warfare but like the games where i get slacked are like way worse yeah like absolutely I'll, I'll, sometimes i get my ass kicked way worse in this game than in modern warfare well i really like the way that they handle the kill death ratio in this game um they do eliminations and if you get an assist right. you still get an elimination and it counts towards your kill death your your ratio so even if you're getting a ton of like KSing jerks on your team or you you do a little bit of damage and get outgunned and die you can still go yeah. even if you play your cards right which wasn't so, the case yeah. back in the day it was no. like you got yeah you had to earn your keep well, it used to be kill death ratio and then assists as a separate number, right. and then nobody would ever look at assists, even though, like I, I would consistently have a lot of assists because I, I use a lot of like grenades, so they would get like you know slight yeah, they, damage they and tag. and and flashbangs and stuff like that, where it's right. you know it's doing a little bit of damage or causing them an issue, and then a teammate cleans them up, which is fine. But I would get an assist, and then my kill death would be like three kills, five deaths, and then like. 12 assists and i'm like but i helped <laughs> we need new world yes. we need it oh god dude i'm world. so ready for that game it's ridiculous i have a i have a hunch that we're probably going to be playing that a fair bit together <laughs> just just our, our podcast will become us just chopping wood <laughs> you know i i've been needing a, a really chill like mmo that i can just kind of zone out and go do something like chop wood and and watch a right. youtube video or 
or catch up on my media or listen to music or something. So it'll be really nice to have a relaxed experience to play. Cause like I've been on the hunt. I've been like playing like simulations and like just a little bit of everything to see what works best for me. And I find that like card right. deck builder roguelikes are like yes. a jam, dude. They are my yes. friggin' jam right now. If like, it's perfect for me. Like they're perfect because like, you can you can do a you can do a little run in thirty five minutes, and yep. that's enough of a break for me between school and work, or if yep. I just like need to zone out for a minute. Because you're playing Slay Spire, right? right? See, yeah, that, that's why I actually like um I like Hades. Like Hades, like yeah. I don't have to like actually win the game to feel like I accomplished something. Right. Like I just mm. like going from room to room sometimes. Like even if I got like fifteen minutes just to like sit and chill with something. Going right room to room, enjoying it, and then like putting it down it is just as satisfying. Like I don't need to actually make it out of Hades. There's something about the randomness of the loot that I really like in that game too. Mm-hmm. Hades. Like choosing the room. <clears throat> yeah, like just like 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 making a build that's like wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like, like with the different boons, you, and then you actually feel so good when like the build the the build you prefer actually starts to line up. Yes. Or whatever, when you're trying to make a run, God, that feels so good in that game. Like the, like the deflect boon, like the def- like when you're dashing, it's like it, uh, my favorite is the um, or like one of my favorites that I I get is the uh, Poseidon boon, where uh, every time you you dash, it does like this push away damage. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like the, enemies uh, back, it's so good. Dude. Like you could literally just run back and forth killing things. The deflect one is when you dash, it deflects all the enemy damage back. Oh yeah, that one's yeah, good. It's really good. I, I like try to I try to go full on uh like deflect build mm-hmm. like if I can but it's like the randomness of the boons like you might get like an archer boon instead or Tim's like I've boon. never played this game I Dude, I, I know I know a fair bit because Recky's been yeah. playing the hell out of right. it so I'm 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 kind of in the loop so I'm 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 with you I just don't have anything to add because I I haven't played it yet I, well, so. I go back and forth with that and slay the spire because that's okay. like another game that i really like i the game i've been playing i can't talk about until uh next week so you're saying that you never told me and i want to know i, I can't tell you it's an embargo but no <laughs> so uh i learned something new today that kind of t- like took me aback do you guys know who devin nash is no it sounds so oh he's a YouTuber. he's like a stream guru almost like he's he he like takes like kind of like the culture of streaming and, oh, and statistics yeah, and, and, and stuff like that and talks about like the next big wave, what's going on in streaming. Like he's a pretty smart dude. Dude, so he was like he put things together like where you should be putting your content and and like the value of like a hundred dollars versus everywhere. And like like pound for pound, Twitch is probably like the easiest way to like quote unquote make money as a content creator just because of sub buttons and stuff like that. But it is like by far like as much as like money spread goes, the worst thing out there. Right. Like he like you know they like he more or less put it like Twitch is literally your pimp, and that's because yeah, they really take ninety percent of your ad revenue. And mm-hmm. I did like the rough math, and it makes sense because it's like for how many people Amazon I get. Say so what? Amazon wants them to take more. Yep. Yeah. Like they, but they literally. Like, on on YouTube, you make seventy percent of your ad revenue. Yep, it's like a seventy thirty split, and and like Google gets like thirty percent, and like dude, Twitch takes ninety percent of your ad revenue. Like I'm, I'm I did the surprised. math, I should be making like fifteen bucks in like ad revenue a month, but I'm only making a dollar. Yeah, because there isn't their CPM like heinously low. 
it's not good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super Twitch low. Streamer unions, man. It, it's unions. It, honestly, honestly, it I don't think like, I don't think it'll ever it. happen. Because because the minute that happens, that well, it's it's all contract work. So the minute that that people start to try to unionize, they're just going to be like, okay, we'll get off our platform. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as simple as that. All big streamers decided to do it. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, it it would never happen because the big streamers are too afraid to give up their money. So, I mean, I mean, the big streamers are already signed to the platform; they don't need to unionize. Right? Exactly. They they already have big deals and don't have to worry about it. That's how they stopped it from happening, or talk of it at all. Probably is something like that. Yeah, I'm sure. As much as people make fun of him, like Ninja Kick started that, where like people are like, "Wait, you can be signed to go somewhere," and even before then, like Twitch was signing like certain like e um esports people to like stream on the platform but yeah dude i found that out like 90 percent. that is insane to me yeah, where it's that's... just like you're getting an ad played on your channel and twitch is take just takes 90 percent of it i mean at that like, point just take the whole damn thing work. like <laughs> just be like yeah, what, what i don't I get like, i make a dollar if i'm lucky on advertising right what i don't get is like and uh, let me be let me let me cut to the chase here and say that like I understand that Twitch doesn't give a crap. They care about making money for Amazon right. and and pleasing their overlords. Makes sense. I get that. It just doesn't make any sense to me why they don't crank that up to a hundred and then reduce the split that they take on subs or bits or That'd something like that. Yeah. Like like just take all the ad money. Be like, okay, we're taking all the ad money and then you get seventy percent instead of fifty percent of the ad rev. Right. No. You deserve the ad revenue. There's too many that that that's too regressive because like if you look at the companies that are that are su- succeeding like YouTube, they're giving you like they're they're able to get away with more ad rev like giving away more ad revenue. Why is that? Is it because is it, it's literally because Amazon wants to peddle their shit? Right. Well, and and like a lot of it has to do with the YouTube culture is used to ads, whereas the Twitch culture doesn't like ads at all. Like. Google isn't yeah. like like Google owns YouTube, right? Yep. So like yes. Google isn't like a merchandise, you know, company. They're an Amazon advertising company, though. Yeah, but Amazon, Amazon's legitimately a merchandise company. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they sell merchandise, like a lot of it, the most in the world probably at this point. Yes. So they have a lot of shit to pedal, and so Twitch is like a peddling branch, dude. Because Twitch, in the eye, in like in the grand scale of how much money is there is like nothing. I right. think nothing, dude. It's just, it's all, it's, it's all for marketing. And that's crazy to think about. Yep. Uh, you're, you're, you're dead on, man. It's uh, the, the problem is, is that um, uh, Amazon is run by Jeff Bezos, one of the greediest MFers on the planet. And uh, um, I think that even though Google is, Again, they're a corporation. I have no, right. I have, I have no illusions of them being benevolent or anything like that. But I what think, do you mean? <laughs> I think Google realizes how important YouTube is, whereas I feel like Amazon right. doesn't give a crap about Twitch at all, and well, outside of it being a, a way to generate revenue, and that's YouTube, why YouTube is all encompassing, right? Like you need to find a video of something, you go to YouTube. Twitch is, is, is still niche. Well, uh, niche. that's like, I, yeah, I had like a really good conversation with everyone today where I was like, are you guys trying to find new streamers to watch? And they're always like, no. <laughs> like YouTube has, or, or, or Twitch has like hit this kind of like weird apex from everyone niche. I talk to. And like I said, this is very conjecture. Like I, I, I don't have yeah. 500 test studies to uh, back this up, but literally everyone I talk to 
never tries to find anyone new on Twitch. Like, like discoverability isn't there because one, the website doesn't really allow for it. And two, people just don't really care. They, they happen upon the people that they like when they're looking for something very specific. Yep. They watch that and then they're done. Well, and, and from, from my perspective, like I, I don't really, I don't really watch a whole lot of streams anymore outside of like you and Zay and Drew. And, uh, sometimes I catch savior, like, like my, my, my circle of friends, I will gladly watch. But when it comes to like right. branching out into new stuff, it's like, uh, there's just so much on Twitch. And again, it comes down to discoverability, like you said, a hundred percent, but like, there's right. so much on Twitch. And then every time I jump into a channel, it's someone yelling or shouting their head off. Like, like, like. They're PewDiePie or something. It might come with our age though, Tim, because like absolutely, we're all kind of, we're all kind of the same age. We're all closely right, close. And like, dude, are we really looking to get into a new community of other communities? Well, we're already it's, and it's like I, I I talked about this on my stream today too, where it's like we've entered like what I what I'm just calling the content age, where when when we first started streaming ourselves and in watching streams, like people just played the game and people supported you for playing the game. Yep. Now, like with like Fortnite and 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 people like trying to, it's like make sure you blow up your Instagram, your TikTok, your your YouTube, this and that. Where it's like people's streams now are literally revolving around making content for those things. Like the focus is no longer the stream. It's it's making stuff to put on TikTok, making stuff to put on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. Like you're trying to accomplish stream. Like the the stream is no longer the content. I willfully bow out at that point. I just like to stream. I don't want like I don't yeah. want to have like this whole media circus around me where I'm making TikToks and yeah. fucking. I just well, I just like to stream, so that's where that's right. where it's Drew hitches his wagon off. It, well, and, and it's also just, for me, it's the commercialism of it and the fact that like pe- these these content creators are now looked at as like they're they're looked at over journalists for game reviews and reactions right. and stuff. And the problem is, is that jur- journalists, and I'm not saying they all abide by this code, but they have a code of ethics. Streamers don't. So what is to right. stop them from, let me give you a really good example of this. And I'm not, I'm not calling, calling anybody out. This is just simply a, a situation that happened. So Jason Schreier, um, uh, we're, we're all very familiar with him. Um, and if you're not, he is a, he's a games journal, uh, been around for a long time, has a ton of connections in the game, uh, the games industry and breaks a ton of stuff. He's kind of like slasher, uh, but more focused on the games industry where a slasher is more focused on esports. Um, but they both do a great job. So they both do, you know what they got to do and they, they both do awesome right. stuff. Schreier's a bit abrasive. Um, but that aside uh, has no real bearing on this. So that said, um, so he, he made a post. Uh, it was something about um, uh, cyberpunk and um, this one streamer, uh, his name's like Paris or something. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's a, he's a, a pretty, I think he's a pretty buff looking black dude. I, I want to say um, buff, maybe wrong. I, I can't remember oh, the, one got the, the cyberpunk chair. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, what happened I is, I who you're talking about. yeah. So he, he went to Jason Schreier's post and start, started talking shit. And he was like, Oh, well you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you just have it out for this game. And you, you, you know, and it, it, Jason Schreier was the, the main source that broke the, um, uh, the crunch culture at CD project red. Um, he's right. talked to several of their people about how they had like hundred hour work weeks, just all this, these really horrible stories came out of it. And, sure. and Paris, it, 
freaked out at Jason Schreier and, and, and called him like unethical or something. And so Jason like was like, bro, you're sitting here defending cyberpunk when they sent you a cyberpunk chair and you sit in front of it every day. And it's like, yeah, there's no accountability there because his, his fan base, Paris's fan base was still supporting him, supporting it. And it's like, bro, you have zero credibility you have no right to say a damn thing here because you are biased, but there's nothing holding content creators to any sort of ethics. And that's what bugs me is because they're so easily bought. And I, I'm not saying this as a, you know, F content no, we're creators. Not, we're not saying that he was bought either. Though. No, 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 no. But it does affect his objectivity. Sure. And seeing the crap show that happened around the, the old generation consoles and CD and uh, cyberpunk, it, it, you know, it, it it really casts his defense of that into a new light for me. But that said, there's just nothing holding content creators accountable for taking a bribe behind the scenes and then being like, no, this is the best game ever, even though it's a, a total pile of shit. And I'm not saying cyberpunk is, it, it has I mean, its merits and it has its problems. So yeah, let's go gambling sites. Am I right? Exactly. It's stuff <laughs> like that. And there's nothing. And, and, and it just amazes me because it's a, it's, it's cults of personality is what it boils down to. It's it's people latch onto these onto these content creators and they they begin to like they right. they latch onto their personality and everything they do is okay. I mean, let's look well, look at look at look at Rooster Teeth, Ryan Haywood trying to come back. And he had people still paying him and supporting him on Twitch even though he's a pedophile allegedly. Well, I mean, my my thing is I have to say I, allegedly. I, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> well, my thing is to uh, you have content creators like us. We're, I'm not a journalist or anything like that. Right. It, it's it's one of those things. That, like I, I think they can be trusted. Uh, you know, you don't have to have a journalism degree or anything like that. I think no. to have a good opinion about video games. I agree. And so, like you know, to an extent, like I, I, I'll agree. Like yeah, I, there definitely needs to be accountability and stuff like that. But I also think like audiences audiences have changed. Like we grew up with. We grew up with video games still being very like behind closed doors where like, you know, it's still kind of nerdy to do and, and things like that. And so we, we kind of clung to people that had this very objective view of video games on it being good and bad and any kind of coverage like that we ate up. And now right. gaming's not like that anymore. Like you have people who just like goof around on Minecraft and they average 600,000 viewers concurrently. Like people... People aren't really looking for the objective video game conversation anymore because it doesn't necessarily have to be there because it's mainstream. Like those conversations take place thousands on thousands on thousands of times a day. So like there, there's no longer this whole like, like this, there, there's no long, like Adam Sessler was like our voice for, for video game, like quality and objectivity because he was on X play. Right. Like we didn't really have anything like that unless you like, for me, it was like Jeff Gersman when he was at GameSpot. Right. And 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 stuff like that. And I still like Giant Bomb, but I don't watch their content nowhere near as much as I watch like another YouTuber or streamer because now with video games, I'm looking to be entertained right. and not taught about video games. And I think people now that video games are so accessible and it's so mainstream, they're not looking for that outlet to to objectively talk about like the score of a video game more than just to be entertained by a video game that entertains them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think my criticism is that it's it's just when you go after somebody who has a proven track record of of 
you know, solid journalism and, and sure. they have the degree and they have the credentials and they don't F around and you go, you have the audacity to go to them and be like, you're biased when you're sitting in front of a chair supporting the thing. That's sure, sure. That's, that's an issue. So I think, I think it's really hard for me to kind of put into words just because like, I don't hate the concept of content creators showing me the games and things like that, but it's also become very much a personality focused thing instead sure. of about the gaming. And that's what I love. I love games. And that's why I've tried to start like a radio station, which I'm going to try to get back into once I figure out how to unbreak it. Um, we started a company on gaming content. I mean, we we've done a ton of stuff focused on games sure. and it's just cause I love them. So whenever I see somebody like a content creator, right, right. You have your own sample of that. What did better? Our podcast that was purely personality driven or just like our basic game? Oh, like you are 100% correct. Um, the personality stuff does win. But from my perspective, like I would rather get the people who are the, the geeks and the nerds and who have a passion sure. for the games and the industry and all that. And not necessarily just my oh, personality. And oh, I mean, it's what, fine what either I'm, way. What I'm but... saying is I don't think there's a difference in those people anymore. Hmm. I see what you mean. Like, I see what you mean. Like what I'm saying is taste has changed. Yes. Like we went after serious video game talks because because the only other people that played video games wanted it to be taken seriously. Yeah. So all of our all of our talks were very serious about video games. Now video games are taken seriously just because they make a butt ton of money. And so we, like you don't need that serious conversation anymore. There's everything else to be done with it. Listen. Listen. <laughs> When you guys talk about rooster teeth, I fucking blank out. Cause I, <laughs> but, but to get, so, um, listen, you can't choose your audience, right? Right. You can't, right. Choose, you can only choose the vibes you get to put out to people to see if it matches their vibes. That's it. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. You're a hundred percent correct. I just, I just, um, I, I just don't like that. There is a shift away from trusting journalistic reviews which are by nature subjective it's all opinion right. all of its opinion i mean look at it's just like look at like rotten tomatoes like yeah you've got user scores but you also have these professionals who have watched films their whole career and can analyze it and can compare it to other films that's the whole point of their role in this world in you know in their career and that's not something to be ignored or taken lightly, in my opinion. Whereas, sure. you know, you, you go... And again, I mean, I, people love, like, whatever Sundance darling is out there, and, and critics will gush over it, and then the movie comes out into general audiences, and general audiences are like, what the F is this? This sucks, because it's not... It's an art film and not intended for your regular audience. So, I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like... I feel like there's... There's some issues in content creation that really get my goat. They uh, grind my gears. I feel like I'm going to have... That, that's a Family Guy thing, right? The grinds my gears segment or whatever. Also, it's a game company that makes Path of Exile. Grinds my gears? Grinding of gears, I think oh, is their really? name. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Grinding of Gears. <laughs> also, like Path of Exile, the game's fun. I need to I need to play it. I was trying to play it uh, when you were I playing know. it the other night. Is it just a dungeon crawler? I don't know. Yeah, it's like Diablo. Yeah, it's a isometric top-down um uh action RPG. 
I don't know. I, I've met people that have been like uber addicted to that game, so I think I'm gonna steer clear. There's a lot to it. It's not a small game just because it's been going forever. Go to my YouTube video of Path of Exile and go to six minutes and fifty seven seconds. That is when I opened the skill tree for the first time. They they've been adding <laughs> on to that game for it is massive. How how when did that come out? Because it's 2013, I think. Yeah, so you got seven going on eight years of updates. That's like that's like World of Warcraft level of updates or Final yeah. Fantasy 14. It's just a lot. There's a lot to it. It's yeah, not a small it's, it's, game. It's, it treat it like an MMO because it pretty much is. You're you're playing with other people and it's not a, a true MMO, but it's it's set up to be similar in terms of you create characters, uh they're stored on a server, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, like all that stuff. It's all online. We're born in the audience. How long have we been doing this? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we're at an hour. Cool. All right. Let's because wrap, let's her, up. Up. Okay, wrap her up. Uh, I don't know how we're wrapping this up because we don't have an official YouTube link. Uh, go to FTNN.show. It has all the links for anchor and stuff. That's our, that's our, our URL. It's above my head. If you're watching on YouTube. Uh, yeah. We have a website already, ftnn.show. I set it up. It's the most ridiculous website I've ever built because I literally just stuck some stock photos and then made a bunch of stupid jokes. So please read them and make me feel bad about myself. I'd appreciate it. There we go. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, and, uh, it looks like we're trying to sell skin cream. I know. Isn't it great? I picked the stupidest layout. It was like, yes. Or, it was did, so perfect. Did we, did we like even like... We didn't even introduce ourselves or like, did we say the name of the show or anything? (laughs) Oh, we're so bad at this. Well, it's because we, 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 we were already talking before this and just jumped into the convo. So, so this isn't like, nobody even knows our names. I I said, I said the name of the show at the beginning though. So fun times, no Nazis is the show. Let's not tell anybody our fucking names. (laughs) Yeah. We'll just be mysterious. I'm Tim there. I said it. Mm, I'm starting. I'm, I'm Drew. <laughs> Flip that. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's. So I think we're gonna be doing this every week now. Um, we're not streaming it yet, at least. I don't know if we are going to, but we may get to that point. Who knows? And but it, 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 we're just playing it by ear, as far as I understand. I yep. love that. Like our, we we more or less did this podcast on the assumption that the only people are there are immediately <laughs> going to watch this are the people who know who each of us are. <laughs> because you know for a fact that's exactly what's going to happen. Exactly, dude. <laughs> because those are the people that we love because you're diehards and you like what we do, and we appreciate that a lot. So, but... So, yeah, oh, this yeah. is... this is introduce ourselves next time. <laughs> yeah, so this is Fun Times No Nazis. This is our new show. And we hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you have any weird, like, Move news articles... Of the podcast... <laughs> I, I, I let's just roll with it <laughs> i don't want to edit this I, I wasn't serious i don't want you to even like i don't even think it needs to be edited but you know but i yeah, would do like, it if you said it, to do it <laughs> yes i am your boss do it yeah i mean no, you started yeah, retrofit is all by yourself weird. dude yeah if you want us to talk yeah i did i started this podcast <laughs> all by myself I, i'm actually all three voices this is stock yep. footage he, he he made the logo the website yeah, i mean I you name it <laughs> We gotta get Drew My contributing Drew. to this. Uh, shit, listen. I can Drew shoot. said I've checked out. You said it's the end of the episode, so I'm done. <laughs> Drew's like, yeah, it just it just hits the he's already, on, the he's already on YouTube. I'm already, already jerking off underneath my desk. <laughs> Drew, Drew's already fired up Call of Duty. He's ready to go. Yeah. Are we gonna play games now? We're just gonna keep doing this shit. 
Oh yeah. Well, um, anyways, so uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this. I think every week. Like I said, we're not really gonna be streaming it or anything. But uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you all next episode. I guess right. So yeah. <laughs> later. When the next one happens. <laughs> yeah. Later, Bye. everybody. Bye.